Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Gerhardt's back. The more things change, the more they stay the same. From NJ1015.com, this is the new Jim Gerhardt Podcast. Oh, hello. Uh, no, this oh. is not Statler and Waldorf. <laughs> this is Bob and Jim. Remember them? It just, just dawned on me. They turn a camera. Remember oh. the old guys in, on the Muppet Show? Wasn't that what they, their name is? Statler and Waldorf. The guys up in the, uh, the yeah, corner box? up in the box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two old geezers. <laughs> yeah, just like making uh, comments, making random uh, comments. You know, when I got up this morning, I said, oh, this is crazy. I, there's absolutely nothing to talk about. Uh, there's nothing you know, of any great interest. All of a sudden, it seems like stories fell like ripe Man. fruit from the trees. Mm-hmm. I love the Sussex County story. This has to do with the election. Right. The uh, Sussex County voters overwhelmingly, I mean, 67 percent is, is a very high margin, mm-hmm. uh, in a sense told uh, Governor Murphy to, uh, to stuff it. Mm. Part of his uh, uh, sanctuary state plan, which is ordering law enforcement people to lay off cooperating with the federal authorities. Mm-hmm. I, I thought the... Uh, The ballot question said, should the board of chosen freeholders of the county of Sussex cooperate and make reasonably available to United States immigration enforcement agents the tools, resources, personnel, and real personal and intellectual property owned by the county under its direct control? The voters voted 67% yes. Hmm. And this is in direct violation of, of the, the uh, directive that came from the uh, attorney, attorney general. general's right. office, mm-hmm. uh, sort of tying their hands yeah. in that regard. But there's other things going on, too. This, it struck me as the worm could be turning uh, and the sheep uh, growling back at the wolves who are circling the wolf fold. Well, here, at the least in the far wolves. northwest part of the state, the hinterlands. Yeah, but no, no, it's, it's not just there. Ocean County. Ocean I, I looked up more information about this. Ocean County filed a federal lawsuit in September challenging the state's directive mm-hmm. as unconstitutional. Cape May County officials, you don't get any further south than that, mm-hmm. filed their own federal lawsuit in October calling the policy a violation of the Constitution. And uh, Cape May County, uh, in its suit, said the directive is intentional interference by the attorney general, consequently the Mm -hmm. the governor, uh, which impedes law enforcement's ability to do their job and keep county residents safe. Oh, the sheriff, he's been in the news, right? He's been very vocal about that. The Warren County, go back up north again. Right, next to Sussex. Yeah, unanimously backed a resolution, uh, again, in the same direction. And in September, the Toms River Township Council passed a similar resolution. So you're talking about, what, a total of about five, four or five counties yeah, and that are really stepping uh, up against it. And it's certainly yeah. spread over the state. Hmm. But anyway, I, th- I thought that was, uh, that was a very interesting story. Yeah. That mm-hmm. certainly got my, my attention. The, uh, the veterans' uh, bill, yeah, that pa- passed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did we talk about how, how do you feel about that as a Well, as a no, the, the, uh, only once in the... 26 years we were covering New Jersey, uh, minutely, 
Only one public question ever failed, and that was because Steve Lonigan had organized a campaign against it. Mm. And it should have failed because it was a usual handout of taxpayer money to somebody who had done nothing meritorious to earn it except support the administration. Uh, people always vote yes on that. I, I have no problem with it if they want to do it. As we said last week, it was rather vague that i not get into the uh, the whole uh, right. they basically wanted story. wanted to allot two hundred fifty dollars for each uh, individual veteran veteran who was is in a nursing, in home, nursing now, home now but this was not going directly to that veteran it would go to the home to itself to the home itself too and there was no uh, no control over what it was going uh, how it was going right. to be spent it's presumably not, it was to help defray the cost of their right. But it's um, not like the guys, the, it's not the veterans like the guys are getting two hundred fifty dollars a month for no, more no. razor blades, or exactly, they they don't get to the veterans, do not get uh, two hundred and fifty dollars to go down to the gee dunk and yeah, buy true. themselves uh, whatever something yeah. pleasant that they should have. Okay, it just uh, it just goes on and, and uh, on. And I th and uh, Eric, Eric oh, yes. Scott just had a great article he just posted. Yeah. Make sure you check that out at nj1015.com with his uh, election post election analysis and how uh, Eric uh, predicts that uh, the the feud between Governor Murphy and. Uh, Senate President Steve Sweeney is going to be rekindled, and now that the election is over and it's mm -hmm. time to take off the gloves again. Well, I think next week, be sure to tune in here because we will be offering as our door prize, some lucky uh, person in the audience will get a Steve Sweeney, Phil Murphy friendship ring. <laughs> uh, we'll be giving those out gratis to, uh, to people now. I, I, now, see, I, I missed some of this. I voted. Did you vote? I, I, I vote every, yeah, every election. There's yeah. an old cliche that's saying, well, if you didn't vote, you have no right to gripe. That I find to be totally absurd. <laughs> because you, because well, I, I go in there and vote, and I had no choice right. on most of the issues that were on the ballot. So why can't I gripe? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was surprised that in my district that there was uh, several positions that ran unopposed. The yes, candidates exactly. were running unopposed. So it's like... So, so again, I, you know, I, I got in, very nice people. Uh, nobody else was there to vote. I think there was a lady and, and I were the only people in the building. And so the people were couldn't have been more gracious, the poll workers. So they pull back the curtain and I go in and I stood there for a second. I said, what am I doing? Why don't I turn around and go back? Hmm. And then the second thought is, the ridiculous thing, why don't I write Pee Wee Herman in on, on all of it? <laughs> and then I finally took a look at it and said, okay, it took about two, two pushes. Yeah. And I love the one for school board and it had two names listed. Mm -hmm. And it said, you must vote for two. <laughs> You must. Well, I mean, you, I could, you could write in. You can vote up to two, I guess. No, no, no. Oh, you no, must that, there were only two candidates. Oh, uh, okay. And it said vote for two. Okay. There was no opposition is what I'm, mm. what I'm saying at right. all. There's, there's no choice. Okay. So uh, you know, what's the point? Anyway, be that as the point. Uh, be that as it may, we uh, fulfilled our commitment and voted. Jack, uh, oh, yeah, unless, again, we, uh, again, we certainly invite your, your questions, your comments. Yeah poke a stick in our cave. Any, any surprises in your town that we should share with everybody else? I heard uh, that uh, Union County uh, went a little bit more Democratic in uh, tr traditionally uh, strong Republican holds in Cranford mm -hmm. and Westfield. They lost, the, uh, they lost control as well as Mercer County, Hamilton. Long-time Republican stalwarts mm -hmm. here uh, went Democrat. So that's just a turning of the tide I, a little bit, but 
There's a lot of fight back. I mean, looks like the assembly uh, gained a couple of seats well, more that, than they that's did. That's what surprised me. You know, everybody's yeah. yelling. The uh, the the uh, Demo- the Republicans are saying, "Wow, boy, what a great election we had." We're back, and the Democrats are. Uh, Steve Sweeney says, "You know, we got our butt kicked." And, but in what? I mean, you're talking about one or two seats, right? You still have you're the overwhelming uh, majorities of Democrats. Right. So I, I suppose you can still wake up the day after the election and say, "Welcome to the Democratic People's Republic of New Jersey," mm. <laughs> because it's, it's again like a one-party system here. Uh, why? What is your idea of why? I, I will ask you why. I have some ideas that have very little to do, really, with with uh, with issues of the campaign. Hmm. And I think one thing the Republican Party in New Jersey has become, well, not only static but but downright dull. Hmm. And there, there seems to be very little dynamics involved in it, not to mention the fact that they do not have any sort of uh, leadership that would really mm-hmm. excite the imagination. Right. Yeah. People may be frustrated, but they have nowhere else to turn, mm-hmm. or the Republican Party is not giving them mm-hmm. a viable reason to come to them. The parties have sort of gotten away. I, I think the yeah. fundamental difference in a conservative and a liberal, and I say liberal, I, again, not the, the progressives have gone way beyond that, but... One fundamental difference is traditionally the conservatives, which have been associated with the, with the Republican Party, are consist of people who are all for self-responsibility. In other words, I can handle myself. I will take care of myself. I don't need a government. You know, I need, I need limited assistance the from the government. Yes. The liberal, on the other hand, is not comfortable with that. And he wants like, well, nowadays, you see, especially the younger ones, you want mommy and daddy because you're still probably, you know, living in a right. root cellar or something. Right. Uh, but Until uh, you're 35 but, or 40. But, but yeah. you, it, it, the size of government there and the, the extent to which government controls your life. Um, does anybody, this is a problem that's national too, I think. Uh, who, as a, who could run as a Republican in New Jersey which you have to do. The independent candidates are great, but they don't really get anywhere because they're not funded yes. as much as the others. Uh, who, who is there for, to, uh, who could run as a Republican? Who are the big names? Uh, John Bramnick, but I think he just barely... Um, John Bramnick is, was probably the name that would pop up. He's the minority yeah. leader. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. In the, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, Doug says you have one choice, and that's to leave New Jersey. <laughs> Doug. And hey, Doug, and let the socialistic liberal politicians turn the sanctuary state into a third world country. You know, there's a temptation to do that, Doug, but there's also there's a temptation just for laughs to sit around and and watch it and and be here mm-hmm. and observe it, and sit back and uh, mm-hmm. just shake your head. <laughs> just. Uh, Andre, Republicans in New Jersey and nationwide have long had this strategy for getting Democrats to switch over. Vote for us, and we'll do the same things the Democrats are doing. But when they find out, it's not done quite as well. Yeah. I, I, it's very hard to do. The, you know, I came on. I was, the reason I was thinking about these Statler and Waldorf, the two old geezers, on, uh, on because it was seen to me the Republican Party is getting the uh, uh, almost the image, especially in younger voters' mind, of being Statler and Waldorf. Mm. 
these yeah. two old guys <laughs> sitting up there <laughs> complaining about the government. Dan, stop laughing at us. <laughs> so uh, I, I don't know the answer to the question, but uh, you get back to Eric's piece here, which yeah. I sort of interrupted. You were going no, through. no, no. It's, it's an excellent it, piece, as Eric yeah, always Yeah, de definitely check it out. It's, a, it's on the website and on the app, nj1015.com. Um, and uh, Sweeney it basically said, we lost. We blew it. And um, he's going to keep standing up against taxes every day, raising taxes every day. That's his uh, stance for the party. And uh, the uh, there were strong words. That, oh, that absolutely. Came, uh, saying that uh, Murphy had no reason at all to be optimistic about this. Whole but thing. definitely, Eric's article is a must-read because he's got such great insight. He's been around this this chicanery for over 25 years, so he knows exactly what's yeah, going on. We all on. jumped into the the, the, yeah. the same the fracas time. together yeah. at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So that that will, I think, uh, I hope it works so that there will be a Democratic primary in which Sweeney can run against this governor. No, I hope so. But too. Sweeney has one problem, and it it's possible that he could have been uh, elected governor now. Hmm. The problem he has was back in the early days of the Christie administration, Steve Sweeney, as a union president, real world union, not the enchanted kingdom of the public workers unions. He had cooperated to some extent with Christie in an attempt to rein in this tsunami, this avalanche of benefits and, and entitlements that, that kept rolling out uh, in order right. to get the union vote. And he lost the union. He lost the support of the union, and for some reason or other, they still seem a little bit bitter about this. But, but Sweeney could see it from the union side. We talked... I talked on the air with people again in these unions while these uh, government workers unions were cleaning up. These people were tough. Uh, the Carpenter and Joiners Union, which is a group that I had admired, as a male, all men are love woodwork for some reason or other. And, and tools. If you give a man a tool, whether he has a, knows what to do with it or not, man, he, he loves you. But, but anyway... Uh, sort of a soft spot for the carpenters and joiners, and 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 the uh, the leader, the national leader that I talked to, is almost in tears. I mean, they, they, they they could not afford the to keep up with that mm. with their workers. In some cases, they even had to suspend benefits mm. because their benefits depended not on raiding the treasury through support for votes or support. It had to be in productivity. And things just weren't going terribly well, you know, at yeah. that time. Same thing with Steve Sweeney's union, not that bad, the iron workers. But he cooperated, and at the time he even said that this has gone too far, it's got to stop, it's got to be reined in. Now it's going the other direction again because Governor Murphy owes his success yes. to a large extent to the support of the public workers' unions. And he's even talking about now more. Well, how much more can you give? What is the $65 billion or so underfunded in the pension system because they keep giving it away? Anyway, look at Eric's piece. But uh, maybe there's a good fight of dawning there that, that we will enjoy. Oh, there was a good story. Can we do a good story? Uh, we need, we need some good news, yes. Okay, this is uh, a story that says New Jersey is the third best place in the country to live. Oh, okay. See, I think New Jersey is the first best state in the country. To live if you can afford it hmm. and that seems to be the uh, the popular wisdom here uh, the state that it's a great place to live it has everything now it's got the four seasons it's got uh, we're in close proximity to the shore to the ocean to the mountains to, to the city to culture to we, we, we got a sport. lot going for us yeah okay this analysis 
found New Jersey the best, third best state in the country in which to reside. Among the things they say they found New Jersey has a very low poverty rate, the sixth longest life expectancy. I didn't know that. That's pretty no, cool. No, I didn't know that. that, that that's encouraging. We've got some great medical care here. Yeah. That's for sure. Best uh, in the country. The uh, unemployment rate in New Jersey is about the national average. New Jersey had this is their finding. New Jersey has a very low poverty rate. Poverty is a good marker for a lot of things, a good marker for health, access to good food, and education. Mm-hmm. Uh, other New Jersey poverty, uh, positives are higher average income and low crime rates. Now, you can agree with these or not, but that's an outsider's uh, right. thing. And they say the same thing goes for pretty much nor- uh, most of the, uh, the North eastern states. You want to know who they are? Okay, according to them, the, no, the number one, you, know, you could quarrel with much of this, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. where the taxes right. are outrageous. Right. Colorado. Oh, Colorado's big. Uh, I mean, you know, legalized uh, marijuana, <laughs> open spaces, the Colorado Rockies. Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. Very expensive, though. Very beautiful paradise. Connecticut. Connecticut, really? Very expensive, and the uh, governor's not making it any cheaper up there with all the tolls that he's planning on the highways on 95 and all of those Well, roads. they took the tolls down a couple of years and ago because people—well, <laughs> it was a good idea yeah, to take it, it People kept ramming in and having accidents hitting the toll booths. Yes, that's why they took them out. I don't know but why. But now that they, they've got these overhead uh, detectors, detectors now, they, got, they can— Tax. I mean, they can toll any road they want. New, right. New Hampshire. New Hampshire. That's beautiful up there. About. Yep, beautiful up there. Uh, Washington. Washington, now, Washington. I do State. know a lot yeah. about Washington State. Washington State is as it was when I was there. Anyways, mm-hmm. it was some time ago. Uh, a very a great place to live. Yeah. Wonderful people out there. And Virginia. Virginia's. Yeah, I can see that. Which. I'm did surprised. You, no, oh, did you? Did we bypass? Did you say Minnesota? That's on the list. Oh, did I say? Okay, Minnesota's number, number six. six. I've been bypassed. How did Minnesota get on the I list? I don't know. I mean, aside from three months a year, who the heck wants to live in Minnesota? Unless you, unless you like that, uh, that I think, sort of weather. I think if, if you were very, very liberal liberal in your views, Minnesota apparently is a great place for that. Why? Okay. That I, I don't know the answer to that one. Let, okay, let, let's get to some. I want Dan to help. Dan Alexander, our ace writer. Dan, are you available? Yeah. For a second, this is an interesting story you were telling me about. I didn't know you you had written the story up for the station though, about the uh, party in which two kids apparently dressed what was considered to be inappropriately at a private party. Mm-hmm. But now the school is weighing in. Yes. On this, assuming that it's like their responsibility as something had happened at somebody's house at a private party, nobody would have known about except the kids being kids put it on Right. Facebook. They put a pic they put a picture up of the kids, they put them up on social media of the uh it was a uh, uh one bo- one teen was dressed in a uh, as a cowboy. Cowboy? He had a hat and a bullwhip and he was next to a uh, another boy who was dressed in uh, blackface. Mm-hmm. And they they said it was a slave and a slave owner. They said now, that in the text. To the well, people that posted it, they, that's what they oh, assumed okay. it was. Now, some people have said, no, no. Uh-huh. They said, first of they said it was he was supposed to be a cowboy, not necessarily a slave owner. And <laughs> that the two that went to the party didn't know each other when they went. In other words, they didn't plan this costume together uh-huh. that day, that they just happened to take a picture together, and that's what, that's what got, got out there. 
But, okay, so it was a very unwise thing to do nowadays. Right. I, I should think the kids would have yeah. known. And the school stepped up. The school got But, but the, 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 quest, the problem is not that, because I think their parents could take care of that. Now the school's involved, and the school is getting what the police involved in it. Well, the school's the superintendent. She put a letter out saying that um, that there that there was law enforcement involved. I'm not sure of the extent of the law enforcement, but the school has a very strong diverse, uh, diversity policy. So the teacher, the superintendent, had a, they had some meetings yesterday, small group meetings yesterday with the students at the school, and they're going to continue discussions about diversity and inclusion, and and just that the school doesn't doesn't stand for hate. And that kind of behavior is unacceptable. It's offensive, and that's kind of the message that's trying to yeah. to uh, to bring home. To they just want to kind of reinforce what's been an ongoing message at the school. They're just trying to reinforce. But it. they had nothing to do with the school. Well, you're absolutely right. That 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 would. I, I have a piece. Boy, is this playing into something ultra super progressive by the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, in which I cannot find the piece now. When I when I get to it, I will uh, read their decision in a somewhat similar case, and they ruled that the function of education, the school can get involved in these things because the function of education is not just teaching, and they, they mentioned science and math and the like. It is establishing the moral, ethical character, character integrity of, of the, the students, the and it's not yeah. the parents' responsibility. But, I mean, that is just totally flies in the face of everything we've always believed. Well, yeah. I mean, this should be something... If the, uh, I don't know who wanted to get the police involved. This was posted on Facebook. Now, if some organization or group. No, it was just the superintendent in her letter stated that law enforcement was involved. Well, that nobody would say that it's none of your damn business. <laughs> uh, except, well, I guess we did. <laughs> we, we just finished doing that. Uh, anyway, here you are, and, and nobody will, will, will probably tell them to, you know, Budowski. No one, I have so far haven't seen any opposition to what the superintendent has, uh, uh, did or her plan. So you're saying that these two individuals that went to this party, one was dressed as one costume mm -hmm. and one was dressed as another. Independently. And they, independently, and they just came, just happened to run into each other. Well, keep in mind, we don't know it. We don't really know the circumstances of the picture being taken, but there was a lot of comments on the social media. Well, another kid picture. took the picture. The kids commented on social media. Said, hey, this was a great party. Here's some pictures from it. Exactly. Party. Something right. like that. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, I uh, here we are. Yeah. But again, I thought, I thought it was so uh, uh, coincident with the court of appeals uh, ruling right. that in a California case, not, had nothing to do I think with race, but it was the fact that it was a decision it came down to whether the parents had control over what indoctrinating kids I guess right. in their moral values or the school system mm -hmm. and they came down on the, on the, on the side of the school system mm -hmm. well so, I, uh, so. I, I again I would say uh, look, the kids should have known that no matter how they felt or what leanings their parents may have had or allowed that they picked up, they should have known that nowadays that makes some people unhappy. And there's absolutely no point in going out of your way to make people unhappy. Mm -hmm. And right. if, it, if, it, if it offends somebody, uh, I hate to use the word offense because that's sort of artificially applied to anything. But if, if this has, is something that there are right. strong they feelings about. They should be about. very, very sensitive about what they're doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know how old, how, how old these uh, students were, but they, you would hope that they 
they're probably still I, I don't know their ages but they're seniors they're seniors right, so they're and they probably 18. still have not figured out that anything you do is going to end up right uh, anything compromising is going to eventually end up now this was said it was put on on Facebook I guess it was it was circulated to friends no doubt mm -hmm. well one of them apparently Somebody saw it and blew the whistle. A lot of people out there with the gotcha mentality. They just want uh -huh. to make something out of it. Maybe, you know, who knows? Who knows? Uh, what, I, what, I, I, was, there, was there horrible intent involved or was it just an innocent, you know, costumes? Who, who knows? But you're absolutely right that, you know, overall, we just need to be very sensitive about I'm, I'm, I'm thing. And parents need to step in. I'm trying and to just say, hey, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Do you From realize the social the, media also is very empowering? Yes. yes. That you know you can sit in your you can sit in your basement or in your den or your wherever you're doing it, and you can you can put stuff up on social media for and you have you, a very wide audience yep. in a very short amount of you time. You can inflame opinion, absolutely. You know, I'm trying to think of the, the or define this business about the uh, thir uh, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals ruling because it's so interesting. I, I believe I'm doing this from memory now. I have to paraphrase. I believe it was the schools. Uh, this was a middle school or an elementary school in California. A couple of them had had mandatory questionnaires. They asked the kids. The kids in school had to do these, but it had things on there like, "Have you had a sexual experience?" Um, it would be with the same sex, other sex. I mean, it was really bad, bad yeah. stuff to ask kids. Uh, and, and it got into some very intimate things like that. The kids have no business being asked. But parents objected. That was, that was the thing. And there were some other things on the questionnaire that were as bad or worse. And so the, some of the parents got together, and they tried to went into court to stop the school system from giving out, from requiring this questionnaire. And that's when it got up to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals, who ruled that no, no, it was the school's responsibility to inculcate young minds with ethical right. values, not the parents. Right. Eddie, now, I that's not a 180-degree turn yeah. away from what's been going on since the dawn of civilization. No, I don't know. Yeah. But there we are. Eddie's got a good comment, uh, what we're talking about. Why would they involve the law on this with the uh, costumes? And the school has nothing to do with the kids yeah. who dressed inappropriately. Sometimes Eddie thinks that people are offended so easily. Racism is a very ugly thing, but the word is being thrown around like it means nothing. People yeah. need to grow up. Well, it's kind of a weapon. People have realized that you're being attacked by a bull elephant. You point at him and yell, racist. He'll drop dead in his tracks. It's a weapon that is used. And I, I think what Eddie says is fine. Nobody, and also the fact that people are generally decent. Nobody wants to be called a racist. Right. Well, a, a racist, you see, it, it, it has evolved the term. The term originally meant that anybody who maintains that one race is superior to another, consequently, and that one race is inferior to another. Now, that is pretty, covers a lot of ground. Right. Pretty straightforward. But it's, right? it's fairly straightforward and easy to understand. Now, racism is disagreeing with any person of any race about anything at any time <laughs> over any matter. And as Carl Rowan, a great, uh, he was an African-American journalist who's passed now, but he, had, he was a columnist some time ago, and he was speaking about this sort of thing. 
And Carl Rowan said, it's, it's a shame, but racial paranoia is making everybody crazy. Anyway, enough of that. We're going to move to... Yeah. Uh, what's another good story that... Uh... Oh, well, let's see. Oh, I want to talk about um, food cleanliness. Do you hear about that uh, <laughs> uh, hepatitis uh, outbreak up in Somerville? I, the shop vaguely, right? I saw a... Uh, oh, man. Apparently, a deli worker or a food service person came down with hepatitis. And anybody who frequented the ShopRite Deli over the last month should be tested. Or And I think they were giving inoculations yesterday outside the store, and it was overwhelming. Yeah. And they got uh, overrun with uh, requests to have inoculations and things. I don't know about you, but I try to stay away from prepared foods at I, supermarkets, delis, things like that. Uh-huh. I mean, I used to frequent it quite a bit, but... Yes, just, I remember that. <laughs> no, but I mean, just for convenience and stuff. Yeah. But um, just recently, I mean, and, and the trend is for people to use that as a convenience because you're going to see a lot of the... We, we've spoken about this. Mm. Uh, most, most of the uh, square footage at these stores are being dedicated to pre-made grab-and-go foods because people yeah. don't have time they choose to use the prepared foods but on that side i think it's a nice idea but have you seen some of the people that frequent those food bars you know they I, don't have the best manners jim i i, I, I don't mean, because i don't go near no, that i i, jim, I do not eat prepared a, food of any kind it's from any an, place but, yeah. but i'm I mean, and there's some decent food there i mean they have uh, some entrees for dinner and you know chicken <laughs> and things like that but you got to ask yourself, who made that food, and who's serving the food, and who's putting the food in their trays or whatever, and are all forms of cleanliness and being And who's followed? getting hepatitis? Right, <laughs> and and are you going to and are you going to get hepatitis if you partake in that? I mean, you got people in there with all kinds. They they have no manners. Some of these uh, people that are. You know, going to those hot and food cold bars and the salad bars and really? oh I, man, I, it's I, like you know they're tasting stuff. They're using the mm-hmm. same utensil to grab a couple of different salads. Mm-hmm. It's probably not the most cleanly situation for yourself. That's fortunately I I don't have to endure that because I don't go near that. Eat at home. You've got the right idea. Well, I got a shipment of buffalo steaks coming in this afternoon. No hepatitis. No, no hepatitis fed. problems there, right? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope. You can't trust that. Oh, and that's another thing. See, I you, I try to get into organic foods. Now, you're assuming that organic foods are grown without the, the poisonous additives and all. And then it turns out that there's so many loopholes in that, <laughs> laws governing that, that in many cases it doesn't make the least bit of difference. Yeah. Uh, and I had a good piece. I, I wish I could pass it on. I don't remember here that uh, on somebody who had done a study of that. And it turns out that in or- foods that are allowed to label themselves organic, oh. it's, it's a staggering figure. And I'm not kidding. Oh there was something God. like 6,000 different types of and that insect is a, that is a that is a, in, an abuse that, of that, that they term. They can use organic, and yeah. just another reason for you to, charge, you to more. charge more money. So, I mean, bananas. Do you eat bananas? No. Oh yes. Now, do you buy the organic bananas? I do, do but I don't see any reason for it except the price is no I, different I, at the I, store I, I go to. Well, it's like maybe 10 cents more. For a bundle, well, of I can't imagine them. Do they spray banana trees? I, I can't imagine. I don't know, What's but I will tell you: you put an organic banana next to a generic banana, regular banana, uh-huh. the organic banana ripens and spoils a lot faster than the uh, one that's been sprayed. Well, that says something. And uh, and I noticed that you have to get to the store early 
because the organic bananas go before the regular bananas. <laughs> Doug says, now they're giving out free hepatitis yes. shots. Yes, People they are. People will line up, whether they're in the store or not, <laughs> to get something for free. Good point, Doug. That, that's another interesting free, thing. Just, just going back for a quick second, we're wondering about people voting you know, largely Democratic, which is uh, the progressive tail is wagging the Democratic Party. Uh, the, the fact of uh, most Democrats, certainly ones that I know, don't go along with this outrageous stuff anyway. Yeah. Uh, but there they are. Uh, he's, uh, oh, oh, the, where did the, uh, I was going to continue with Doug's, uh, oh, oh, the giving out, oh, that was the, story. We've, I've told that a number of times, the, uh, the survey that was done among college kids, mm. asking them what political system they preferred, socialism. and they would prefer socialism over this uh, Republican system or Democratic system or what have you, and uh, they ask again why, and one was, well, a socialist system they encourage socializing. And the other, the second biggest one, in the socialist system, you get free stuff. <laughs> and that's, what, and that's what's determining our government here. I, I, I want to do something. I think we're running short here, Bob. There's so many things to talk about. But I, I had mentioned this. I don't know if you mentioned it when you were talking with Bill this morning. There is a new forbidden word. What is that? It, it is the B word. The B word. Uh, a couple things come to mind, but tell me where you're going. Well, I, it, it, I, I'm not sure I should say it. It's the, okay. I'll, I'll Give just, me the second letter. I'll read the story. Okay. A Massachusetts lawmaker is introducing legislation making it a crime to call someone a bitch. Mm -hmm. Democratic Representative Daniel Hunt, I'm surprised he's a Democrat, uh, his bill, which free speech advocates say is clearly unconstitutional, well, so are most of the bans on speech, so right. that shouldn't stop him. Uh, it would classify as a disorderly person anyone who uses the word bitch uh, to annoy, denigrate, or accost another person. Offenders can be fined and or jailed for up to six months. Now, what, now, if, you, what, if, what if you are a veterinarian and generally use right. that term regarding a female dog? Right, right. And they, that always or, annoyed me when they called the dog that because I, I like I the word as a yeah. pejorative. But you now, have to now put that on the it, list does now. Does it depend on how you use the term as a verb or like a denigrating comment to someone else? Yeah, well, it says it as a uh, denigrating content. Can you say uh, my, my commute this comment. morning was a real bitch? Can you say that? I, I don't know. I just did. I don't know if I'm you able to. You just better watch your... Well, that, it's not the law yet. Right, okay, so we might as well there. get it in while oh, we can. Oh, 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 where is this? Uh, yeah, I got to do this. I know we're running short here. And maybe more of this on another time. Do you realize now... They're going to stop uh, using the term Latino for people of Latin American ancestry. Really? I, I am not kidding you. Progressive activists have persuaded politicians, marketers, and the media that in referring to people with Hispanic heritage, they should use the invented word Latinx rather than Latino. Latinx? Why? Because the activists say the gendered nature of Spanish nouns is unfair. Because of the O ending on Latino, that implies that's a male ending. Right. And we cannot have that. And you, and you got the AS for Gee. the uh, females. Oh, brother. Uh, 
Oh, it is also sexist and transphobic? What? What? Well, if you're going to do the transgendered thing, then you wouldn't have anything on the end. You'd have 16 different letters on the end of it. You I don't would even have know to how say you would, I'm uh, a Latino SPCQZ minus four over the square root of pi, or, you know, Oof. whatever. The, um, Getting a little much, uh, wouldn't you say? Oh, God. There, there was some fee- the pushback on this because uh, in an article, a USA Today article, they had a, uh, a Latino person who proudly describes himself as that saying the very way our families speak is fundamentally inadequate to the progressive American culture. Uh, okay, so the, we'll see. Latinx? Let, I got Latinx? one more. Latinx? I got one more quick thing. Right. I hope I'll make it quick. Dan, you got anything for us? No. I'm, I'm asking if there's anything reasonable up on the table here. That we have. Um, no, I'm just going along with what you're following your lead. Okay. This is in Connecticut. and Oh, I see what you're going for. Man. Are you familiar with this story? Yeah, a little bit. I, if it's it the same week. story, yeah. Okay, Connecticut Athletic Conference is allowing students born as males to compete as females in the uh, track events. And naturally, they are cleaning up. Now, these are not transgendered people. In the state of Connecticut... They say they're running the girls right off the track, and some of the the girls and their advocates are complaining about this. Uh, Trans runners have won 15 track championships to none for girls. Now, for uh, they said for biological reasons, boys are faster than girls. Now here's the rub: they do not have to have any even therapy or anything going or have anything going to become. They simply state. You know, actually, I feel more like a boy today. So, so I'm going to play I'm on the girls' on the track, track team. And win. I'm going to go play for the girls' uh, it's, basketball it's, it's, team. Uh, it's, it's, and the parents are saying our daughters should not have their their athletic opportunities stolen been a from couple them. Of, of course not. A couple of stories out there that uh, some of these, you know, they say no matter, the no matter what you want to call yourself, they say uh, that early exposure to testosterone gave them larger muscles became and stronger bones than biological females. But again, they don't have to have gone through any sort of a, a transition uh, process. But they just, just have to declare themselves. Just say declare, by declaration. That's, uh, yeah, it's just <laughs> oh, the world insane. is whoo, almost so, at a bad we word. we got uh, the first uh, taste of winter coming up this uh, yeah, I heard down tonight, on, tomorrow morning. I, uh, I, maybe I, the northwest part of the state will get a little bit of a mix over. It will change over briefly. I heard talking, telling uh, somebody about that. It's going to have, what is that, next week or a weekend? Or? Maybe, yes. Yeah, so this it's is still what Thursday. Told. But good news, we've gotten reports that... The snow, uh, the DOT and the snow crews are out there getting roads ready. And that goes the bottom undercarriage of your car. Fair, Watch that now, really. The, uh, the briners are out the there. Having a car completely eaten up from the inside or from underneath by these chemicals. We've there. had briner sightings as far south briner, as 295. Briner sightings. So you I, may, you may got, see one I, on your way home. I, I want to leave you with one thing. All right. I, I uh, saw a story. There was, uh, this was in uh, one of the Himalayan provinces, Bhutan or uh, Nepal or one of them. There was an American on uh, apparently some sort of an economic mission over there, and he was meeting with people in high places, and he got to meet with the king. 
eventually. And he was pointing out to the king, and he said, gosh, I love your country. All these people are there. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. Everybody's very courteous to everybody else. But says, I've noticed that they're living in what we would call sort of, sort of, of poverty, a lower economic level. He said, now, you can do things about this. He says, for example, uh, you could increase your gross national product. And he was suggesting ways. And he said, in our country, we have a very high gross, uh, what is it, domestic? GNP. GNP. And the king looked at him and says, yes, you have a gross, a very high gross national product. What is your gross national happiness? Mm. And I think that would stop most of us in our tracks. Think about that. Next time you go shopping, whether you're going to the places Bob does or doesn't anymore, and take a look at people's faces. Oh, no. It's just... Everybody looks like they're ready to smack you in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I would say our gross national happiness is not very high. No. Work on yours this week. Yeah. Okay, be happy. Why not? As uh, who was it, Jim Morrison once said, you know, the, the musician. The Doors. Who, Jim Morrison, The Doors, says, he's talking about life. He says, no one here gets out alive. Mm. So have a good one. Yeah. See you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.